Hello and welcome to Gloucester Vineyard Church's weekly podcast. We are creating a community which brings hope and joy to Gloucestershire and we are really thrilled that you have downloaded this podcast. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2022. Let's do this. Uh, So this week, I'm really excited that you've downloaded the podcast this week because we are starting a mammoth new term-long series reading the book of Luke together as a church. So each week we're going to be reading two chapters of the book of Luke together and then we're going to be unpacking the on the Sunday gathering and in some of our home groups. So over the term, over this term, as we're reading the book of Luke, we are going to be highlighting the theme of justice that we find in the gospel according to Luke. So as you're listening along today and as you're reading along, keep your ears and your eyes open for little justice themes popping up. Um, So today I'm going to be, as I say, kicking off reading chapters one and two. Um, And these are the chapters that we're also going to be unpacking this coming Sunday. Um, So we've decided to record this podcast, reading out these chapters to help all of us uh, engage with this series. So if if reading is not really your thing or if big chunks of Bible give you goosebumps, then basically we've got you covered. Uh, You can read along or just listen along while you're going for a run or doing the washing up. Um, And each Sunday our speaker will... Um, we will read you sorry each Monday each our speaker will read you the next two chapters so you've got a whole week to listen to the chapters so that you're primed and ready for Sunday afternoon Uh, so without further ado let's dive into the gospel according to Luke chapters one and two so I'm going to be reading along from the new living translation so if you want to read with me find yourself an app or a bible and I'm going to be in the new living translation Many people have set out to write accounts about the events that have been fulfilled among us. They used the eyewitness reports circulating among us from the early disciples. Having carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I have decided to write an accurate account for you, most honourable Theophilus, so you can be certain of the truth of everything you were taught. When Herod was king of Judea, there was a Jewish priest named Zechariah. He was a member of the priestly order of Abijah, and his wife Elizabeth was also from the priestly line of Aaron. Zechariah and Elizabeth were righteous in God's eyes, careful to obey all the Lord's commands and regulations. They had no children because Elizabeth was unable to conceive, and they were both very old. One day, Zechariah was serving God in the temple, for his order was on duty that week. As was the custom of the the priests, he was chosen by Lot to enter the sanctuary of the Lord to burn incense. While the incense was being burned, a great great crowd stood outside praying. While Zechariah was in the sanctuary, an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing to the right of the incense altar. Zechariah was shaken and overwhelmed uh, with fear when he saw him. But the angel said, don't be afraid, Zechariah. God has heard your prayers. Your wife, Elizabeth, will give you a son and you are to name him John. You will give you will have great joy and gladness and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the eyes of the Lord. He must never touch wine or other alcoholic drinks. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before his birth, and he will turn many Israelites to the Lord their God. He will be a man with the spirit and power of Elijah. He will prepare the people for the coming of the Lord. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children, and he will cause those who are rebellious to accept the wisdom of the godly. Zechariah said to the angel, How can I be sure this will happen? I'm an old man now and my wife is also well along in years. And then the angel said, I am Gabriel sent in the very, I stand in the very presence of God. 
It was he who sent me to bring you this good news. But now, since you didn't believe what I said, you will be silent and unable to speak until the child is born. For my words will certainly be fulfilled at the proper time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah to come out of the sanctuary, wondering why he was taking so long. When he finally did come out, he couldn't speak to them. And then they realised from his gestures and his silence that he must have seen a vision in the sanctuary. When Zechariah's week of service in the temple was over, he returned home, and soon afterwards his wife, Elizabeth, became pregnant and went into seclusion for five months. How kind the Lord is, she exclaimed. He has taken away my disgrace of having no children. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. Now, she was engaged to be married to a man called Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favoured woman, the Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel can mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great, and he will be the son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I'm a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month, for the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea, to the town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leapt within her and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women and your child is blessed. Why am I so honoured that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. Mary responded, Oh, how my soul praises the Lord, how my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour, for he took notice of this lowly servant girl, and from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One is holy, and he has done great things for me. He shows mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and haughty ones. He has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful. For he made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his children forever. Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months and then went back to her own home. When it was time for Elizabeth's baby to be born, she gave birth to a son. And when her neighbours and relatives heard that the Lord had been very merciful to her, everyone rejoiced with her. And when the baby was eight days old, they all came for the circumcision ceremony. They wanted to name him Zechariah after his father, but Elizabeth said, no, his name is John. What? They exclaimed. There's no one in your family by that name. So they used gestures to ask the baby's father what he wanted to name him. And he motioned for a writing tablet. 
And to everyone's surprise, he wrote, his name is John. Instantly, Zechariah could speak again, and he began praising God. Awe fell upon the whole neighbourhood, and the news of what had happened spread throughout the Judean hills. Everyone who heard about it reflected on these events and asked, What will this child turn out to be? For the hand of the Lord was surely upon him in a special way. Then his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and gave this prophecy. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has visited and redeemed his people. He has sent us a mighty saviour from the royal line of his servant David, just as he promised through his holy prophets long ago. Now we will be saved from our enemies and from all who hate us. He has been merciful to our ancestors by remembering his sacred covenant, the covenant he swore with an oath to his ancestor Abraham. We have been rescued from our enemies so we can serve God without fear in holiness and righteousness for as long as we live. And you, my little son, will be called the prophet of the Most High because you will prepare the way of the Lord. You will tell his people how to find salvation through forgiveness of their sins. Because of God's tender mercy, the morning light from heaven is about to break upon us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide us to the path of peace. John grew up and became strong in spirit, and he lived in the wilderness until he began his public ministry to Israel. At that time, the Roman Empire Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census when Quirinius was the governor of Syria. All returned to their ancestral towns to register for the census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He travelled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Saviour, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognise him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, laying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that's happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and that the angels had said to them about the child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. Eight days later, when the baby was circumcised, he was named Jesus the name given by the angels, the angel, even before he was conceived. And then it was time for the purification offering as required by the law of Moses after the birth of a child. So his parents took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. 
The law of the Lord says, if a woman's first child is a boy, he must be dedicated to the Lord. So they offered the sacrifice required by the law of the Lord, either a pair of turtle doves, turtle doves or a young pigeon. At that time, there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon. He was righteous and devout and was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him and he had he had uh, and he had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the lord's messiah that day the spirit led him to the temple so when mary and joseph came to present the baby jesus to the lord as the law required simeon was there he took the child in his arms and praised god saying sovereign lord now let your servant die in peace as you have promised i have seen your salvation which you have prepared for all people He is the light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people Israel. Jesus' parents were amazed at what was being said about him. And then Simeon blessed them, and he said to Mary, the baby's mother, This child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall, and many others to rise. He has been sent as a sign from God, but many will oppose him. As a result, the deepest thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your very soul. Anna, a prophet who was there in the temple, uh, was also there in the temple. She was a daughter of Phanuel from the tribe of Asher, and she was very old. Her husband died when she had been married only seven years, and then she lived as a widow to the age of 84 She never left the temple, but stayed there day and night, worshipping God with fasting and prayer. She came along just as Simeon was talking to Mary and Joseph, and she had been praising God. She talked about the child to everyone who had been waiting expectantly for God to rescue Jerusalem. When Jesus' parents had fulfilled all the requirements of the law of the Lord, they returned home to Nazareth in Galilee, where the child grew up healthy and strong. He was filled with wisdom and God's favour was on him. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover festival, and when Jesus was 12 years old, they attended the festival as usual. After the celebration was over, they started home for Nazareth, but Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents didn't miss him at first because they assumed he was among the other travellers, but when he didn't show up that evening, they started looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they couldn't find him, they went back to Jerusalem to search for him there. Three days later, they finally discovered him in the temple, sitting among the religious teachers, listening to them and asking questions. All who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. His parents didn't know what to think. Son, his mother said to him, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been frantic, searching for you everywhere. But why did you need to search, he asked. Didn't you know that I must be in my father's house? But they didn't understand what he meant. Then he returned to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them, and his mother stored all these things in her heart. Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favour with God and all the people. Okay, so that's our chunk of Luke for this week. Please do join us this coming Sunday where we will be talking about these two chapters and especially about the theme of justice. Uh, We now meet in person on Sunday afternoons at 4pm at St John's Church on Northgate Street. All the details you need are on our website www.glostervineyard.org.